you're listening to the Savannah Zombie Podcast, the podcast of author Josh Vasquez. That's me. This is the podcast where I talk about all kinds of things, zombie things, nerdy things. Uh, Sometimes I talk about writing, which is like uh, today's example. So yeah, so, oh man, excited. It's uh, it's a Tuesday. Just had a Memorial Day yesterday, so... uh, Everybody else had a pretty long weekend, but uh, three-day weekends pretty uh, pretty normal for me. It's just the way my work schedule works. So uh, yeah, but I'm uh, feeling pretty refreshed, pretty ready to take on the week. Um, so yeah, but last week we started, uh, or I started. There's really nobody else here except for me. So um, uh, last week I started a series of uh, how to write a zombie novel. Um, and we talked about the rules behind your zombie novel, or basically just how your world works. You know, how does how does it how does the world work? How does it what is it? How do who the where? I don't know. So, anyways, um, just important things uh, from figuring out last week is like you just need to know like one how your zombies work, what kind of zombies you have, um, how the people react to zombies, and. Um, all that kind of fun stuff that you gotta you gotta think about when you start penning your zombie opus, you know? When you you start putting pen to paper and, and the words start coming out. So, uh, but this is of course, you know, this is um, practical advice for pretty much any novel. It doesn't have to be specifically zombies. Just take the advice that um, I'm giving you. Subtract the zombies. Add in uh, whatever your your thing is, and then uh, you should be bamo wemo on on the way to success or at least finishing it um because uh yeah anyways so today today we today we are talking about um we're talking about characters man talking about the people in your book and uh so that'd be fun um probably should have prepared more for this but if you know anything about the savannah zombie podcast i don't prepare for nothing so um except for that one doom episode that i was just super excited about and <laughs> that's pretty much about it um so yeah anyways um nothing really new going on in uh my world uh, i picked up another one of those dungeon and dragons core rule books so now I have two out of the three, and it really does feel like getting an extra infinity stone in your gauntlet. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bow, I've got all the power. But I don't. I don't really have any power. But I can bend reality to what I want. But I really can't, you know, unless I'm just using my imagination, which I tend to do sometimes. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Not, not Like I said, not, not much going on in... Uh, in uh, my world, uh, I can't remember if I talked about it last week or not. This would be a good time to have show notes, but I don't have show notes. Um, so, uh, uh, what did I talk about last week? I don't know. But uh, so I finished up the uh, the first draft of A New Daybreak, which is uh, book number three in the Savannah Zombie Podcast. So. Um, uh, started editing on that, started working on that, and putting it, uh, moving this piece here, moving that piece there, checking, checking this box off, and doing a little spell check, doing a little grammar check, being, uh, you know, just, just going through it, you know, it's the first draft, 
Um, there's lots of different uh, advice about uh, editing out there. Um, and you kind of got to do what just uh, just works for you. Uh, a lot of people are like, you shouldn't self-edit. Um, and uh, well, I think it comes to that first that first draft. I think it's okay because uh, that's still, I mean, you really shouldn't be putting that out there quite yet. Um, you should be honing it in, you know, and just wrangling up them word, word sheets and uh, just uh, getting everything in order before you let other eyes see it. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at uh, as far as writing-wise goes, and uh, that's about it. That's about it. That's going on. So, uh, let's, let's just dive into into some characters, right? And so, uh, I think I'm pretty sure I said this last time, but like, just to preface my advice, this is what worked for me, okay, Joshua, all right, this is what works for me. Um... It might work for you. It might be helpful to you. It might not be helpful to you. So that's the thing about writing advice is you got to find what works for you and stop trying to cram yourself into like a mold. Um, be like, oh, this is this is what the real writers do. And uh, that's not what the real writers do because um, that's just, you know, that's just, you, real writers just do what works for them. And that's the thing. That's 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 the key right there, you know. So, um, this is me just putting out there, but like, this is how I came across, uh, just characters and all that, and how I developed them a little bit, uh, or how I, uh, in some cases wish I had developed them a little bit more, but, um, yeah, it's all learning experience, you know? Uh, I look back at, uh, like, uh, A New Death, the first, the first book that I wrote in the Span of Zombies series, and I'm like... Uh, this is okay. Um, I could have done this better. I could have done this better. Um, could have done this and this and this this better. But you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. So there's that. Um, let's see what else. So, um, but yeah. Um, and then like reading over like uh, the first draft of a new daybreak. Now it's like, huh? My writing has improved, which is which is good. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, characters, um, we talked about this before, how, uh, A New Death, uh, or the Savannah Zombie novel, um, kind of started off as this low-budget movie idea, and, um, the, basically, the characters, um, uh, they kind of started in, in that, in that aspect, when, uh, me and my buddy, uh, we were, uh, coming up with the idea of what we wanted to do we wanted to keep it real simple um, for two reasons one uh, we felt like a lot of good zombie movies kept it uh, kept it simple and there really was not a lot going on um, in the background it was just kind of basically uh, it was based on these characters kind of just trying to get to safety and just trying to survive the, the zombie apocalypse so we wanted to keep it real simple keep a real simple cast um, and the other reason for that was because, uh, it was an extremely low budget movie and we didn't have, um, a budget or any, any budget for, for a large cast or anything. Um, and, uh, we knew that we need like, you know, extras and stuff for zombies. So that kind of like, we wanted to just keep, keep the numbers low. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as they say in the biz, I don't know if they say that in the biz. I don't, I don't even know if, yeah, but, um. But, uh, so yeah, we kind of, uh, decided to have, uh, four, 
uh, characters. They really didn't have any um, depth to them when we started and uh, kind of just wrote this outline. And all of their names transfer over to this fantasy zombie novel. So the names are one of like the original things, um, although, uh, which are, uh, oh man, so many, so many, so many background noises. Um, their names are Jeremy, uh, Lex, Tori, and Ben. Uh, ben, of course, is named after uh, Ben in Night of the Living Dead, and that was our little homage there. Um, so, for the most part, the characters stayed the same. Obviously, uh, I think Jeremy and um, Tori were a little bit younger. They were a little bit more high school age since we were in high school, and we were probably going to rely on our friends. Uh, Lex wasn't uh, as old. Originally, he was a uh, he was a uh, Japanese uh, food cook, and he actually was of Japanese origin. Uh, but we changed that. Um, or I changed that, um, and, uh, then, uh, Tori, she was, uh, a little bit younger, and she was, um, I feel like a little bit more harder around the edges than she was in the books, which if you've read the books, you know that she's kind of a, she can be kind of a hard A sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yep, so, uh, I had, like, these four, like, bases of characters, so when I wrote the outline, it was basically kind of, uh, told from, uh, Jeremy's point of view, his POV, if you may, um, and, uh, just how they, uh, kind of, uh, came together and, uh, basically went from point A to point B, just trying to get out of Savannah and, um, to safety, you know, get away from them zombies, um, and uh, that's pretty much it. That was the basic story, and the basic story kind of survived uh, into the novels. Um, but uh, it was a lot different in the uh, a lot different in the uh, the movies because the movies kind of ended. Um, I say movies and ended um, because there was two different endings that we made up. Um, basically, I made kind of two outlines, and they uh, just splintered somewhere in the middle where one movie went one way and, and then one went the other way and we were just going to shoot like all the scenes and then kind of see which one we uh we felt was uh the best the best one so uh there was two endings one was a uh, kind of a downer and then the other one was like a really big downer so <laughs> they were it was that kind of like uh that horror trope where the uh, the ending it seems like everything's okay but then everything goes real bad real quick so uh but, uh, yep. Um, bu -bu -bu. So, yeah. So, I had these four characters. Um, they really had no depth to them. Um, so, when I started to dust off the, um, the script and outlines to kind of start writing chapters and stuff like that, I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta come up with these characters and all that. So, um, or really, like, flesh them out a little bit more, because right now they're just, uh, they're really just 2D, just kind of flat, um, stereotype, um, placeholders, and, uh, so I had to, like, come up with something else, and I think a part of really what helped that is, uh, so I've talked about in the game, uh, Left 4 Dead, and how that was kind of, uh, instrumental in me, uh, 
coming up with the Savannah Zombie novel. Like, because it was basically, Left 4 Dead came out. I'm like, this this is the exact idea we had for our movie. It's just four, four characters trying to get from point A to point B. Uh, just survive and just uh, take out all these zombies. And the cool thing about Left 4 Dead is, of course, like you're playing it, it's in it's in uh, first person, and uh, so you are in the character's shoes. But uh, they had voice actors uh, do all these like dialogue and like lines for the characters. So the other uh, characters, even when they're controlled by AI, um, they're still like they they talk to you and like they say things and they react to things. But like, hey, uh, it's guns over here. Uh, or like the famous one is Lewis pills here and uh, Lewis all about them pills man um, so they'll call out like uh, danger stuff and um, it, it just made it feel so much more real in the same way with like with like uh, my book and like before I kind of really started writing it it's like you had these four characters who were basically four like kind of just basic like you know um lewis is like the uh the uh he's like he is the token black guy pretty much um but you know he's kind of like he's dressed in like his uh office clothes basically like he had like an office job you got uh zoe who's like the uh the young college student um she's like the token female in the group and then you got uh bill who's like an old uh Retired. I think he was a Green Beret. I think that's what he was. Um, and uh, and then you got uh, going blank on the last one's name. And he's like my favorite, Francis. Yes, Francis. Where's Francis? Um, and uh, Francis is kind of like this tough, like uh, biker guy. Kind of. Uh, he's got that kind of vibe going on. He's got the real gruff voice. And uh, he was always my favorite. And, uh, anyway, so you had, like, these four characters, and, like, um, you had these voice actors just doing a great job just bringing these characters to life, and even though, like, there's really not much story in Left 4 Dead, like, it's the stories that you can, like, tell your friends, or, like, if you're playing with your friends, that, like, like, oh, man, remember when this happened? Remember that time when we got all the way to Mercy Hospital, and we were about to get on the helicopter, and that tank hit me, and I flew off the building? Yeah, that sucked. I did not like that. Um, so that was, like, the first time I ever played. It's like, I made it through, like, the whole entire first campaign. Oh, jeez, that was a big co- that was a big pothole. Sorry, sorry, peeps listening on in the podcast. Um, I'll have to avoid that one from next time. I don't know how that's the first time I've hit this. I go the same way to work every day. <laughs> but yeah, that was a, that was a big pot. I must have gotten worse or something. Uh, but uh, yeah, so like uh, that was like the first time I played it. Like I made it all the way through the campaign. Uh, got to like the very last level. Like I'm going to the helicopter to be rescued, and the big giant like Hulk. Uh, zombie, they call it a tank. Uh, he uh, he punched me and he just sent me flying off the flying off the roof. And I was like, dude, that's that is not cool on so many levels. And uh, like I literally like I was dead and like <laughs> I could not finish the campaign, so I had had to go back and like either restart that level or restart the whole thing. I was like, no, nah, I'm good for for a while. Um, but yeah, so um, 
but by the time like you get done like playing like one of those campaigns whether it be by yourself or with your friends and all that you're like man these characters like uh like i really love these characters like it, like you do like you get a favorite everybody has like a favorite one um like francis was always my favorite because he was he was just like sarcastic and he was like he always he hated everything and he and he let you know that he hated it so it was just like man so anyways going into writing and all that i was like well okay i have like these very basic uh like kind of like 2d characters uh stereotypes if you will um and uh i was like okay so i'll start off with those and then as the story kind of unfolds we'll kind of just peel back you know layers and kind of reveal them a little bit and get to know them a little bit better um, so, uh, when I wrote, uh, New Death, I wanted to be just like, uh, like, kind of like a zombie movie, like a horror movie, you know, a lot of times, like, um, I feel like sometimes books just like, uh, especially like the zombie books that I was reading at the time, because I was just like reading a lot of, uh, like the zombie books, like on Kindle, there's just a lot of cheap ones, a lot of free ones, stuff like that. And it's like, I felt like they just take like so long to get started. So for mine, like, I really wanted to just, like, drop us into the action, um, and, uh, so it, like, it really starts off, like, the, the prologue, which is, like, uh, the very first scene is, it's kind of, like, it's, like, a part of the book, but it's kind of just leading up to it, and, uh, showing you kind of what the book's gonna be like, it starts off kind of, like, uh, just kind of, like, slow, but then it just, like, everything begins to escalate, 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 until finally, like, it's, like, it's, it's over, um, and then, uh, so, then it leads into, like, the first chapter, and I guess Jeremy, uh, this is the thing, Jeremy is the main character, but at the same time, uh, Lex, Tori, and Ben, they all kind of become their own main characters, um, I probably, uh, spend the most time on Jeremy, and then uh, Lex and Tori kind of become the uh, uh, a little bit more. Uh, there's a little bit more story about them as the book goes on. And then I, I feel like I, I feel like I kind of did Ben an injustice, and I didn't get into him too much. Um, so, uh, but uh, yeah, it's that's that's kind of the way it is. It's like well, like I said earlier, it's like one of those things. Like looking back on it, I was like, huh, I wish I kind of would have developed him just a little bit more. Um, but uh, yeah, other than going back and actually like rewriting the whole book, which I've thought about, and uh, I'm still just I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about that. Um, about going back and just redoing redoing a work. So. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, um, my plan was, it's like, alright, I got these characters, we're gonna kind of just uh, let the story go. I knew where the story was going. Um, I took the outline that I had and basically kind of uh, turned it into um, more uh, story beats. So I had kind of like, this happens in this chapter, this happens in this chapter, and then just kind of like, had the beats of the story laid out. So I went from there, just basically wrote chapter by chapter, and... Um, kind of it was one of those things as as the story went along uh there would be times where like all right well this character probably react this way um or maybe they uh wouldn't react this way so it kind of changed the way that the story was there was like a whole bunch of stuff in the story that um like wasn't originally there like in like that uh in the story beats um like the whole 
there's a whole scene there where like these crazy hipsters like kidnap the the main characters and uh there's a lot of story growth or a lot of character growth in, in those scenes uh one you get to see uh Jeremy kind of step up and be the leader which is one of the fun things I had with doing with him is like he's like this 19 year old kid um he's just kind of like uh, just getting by day to day kind of uh you know just I wouldn't I wouldn't say he was a slacker but like he definitely was very much like uh, just I'm doing the bare minimum kind of guy and he kind of becomes like this uh like the leader of this group even though he's like the youngest and <laughs> everybody else is like older than him but for the most part, like, they just, like, they just don't, like, I don't know. I don't know if it was, like, when I was writing it, it was, like, kind of how I felt about, like, adults at the time or just adulthood in general. It's, like, you think the adults would have it uh, going uh, going on and have it all together, but they really don't. So, um, but, yeah, so uh, kind of as the story uh, kind of unfolded, like, all these, these characters, they just kind of went from these 2D um, stereotypes um, to these fully fleshed out 3D characters and uh, I love where they're at in the story now it just kind of continues to uh, reveal a little bit more about them especially as I'm reading the uh, this early draft of A New Daybreak it's just like kind of seeing where the characters started off in A New Death in that first book and then kind of how they have evolved over the over the course of the story and um, it's pretty cool it's one of those fun things as an author we like to see your characters grow um, so, uh, when it comes to, like, advice, and, like, if you're, like, kind of, like, struggling to figure out, you know, characters and all that stuff, like, in, like, populating your book with people, um, I really don't, I, like, I don't have, like, a lot of advice, but I feel like the things that, um, that I would, uh, advise, like, I feel like they're, they're pretty good, pretty decent things, you know? Uh, the first one is, uh, keep it simple, um, don't get too many characters. If you're just starting off and, like, this is your first book or your first, you know, story, whatever you're writing on, keep that character count low, you know? Um, the more characters you have, the more you kind of have to juggle, the more you have to, uh, the more plot lines you have to wrap up when it comes to the end time. Um, and, uh, that's the thing that, like, I'm discovering now because, like, in A New Death, I kept the cast of characters very low. So you have, like, the four main ones, you've kind of got the crazy hipsters, and then there's a few other, uh, small characters that kind of just pepper, pepper throughout the book. Um, uh, A New Death adds, uh, uh, another character and his family, and then some bad guys, you know? And, uh, so the character list gets just a little bit bigger. Um, and then by the time I get into a new daybreak, uh, as I'm reading now, I just, like, have this, uh, pretty, pretty big cast of characters, and it continues to get bigger. Like, I keep adding more people. Um, and so, like, yeah, if you're just starting off, like, don't give yourself so much to work with, you know? Keep that, uh, keep that clay pile small. And uh, it's a little bit easier to manage, a little bit easier to uh, take care of. And uh, I was just listening to a podcast about um, George R. R. Martin and Game of Thrones. And uh, they're talking about, you know, like that's just one of the issues um, that he had is that he started writing these books and he just started like making all of these characters. And that a part of wrapping up um, the book or finishing up this last book that he's been working on forever it's just like um or it seems like forever 
is that uh, he just has all of these characters that he has to wrap up and he has to wrap up all these plot lines and um, they uh, they use this like uh, actually I think it was a Twitter thread that I read this where they talked about him uh, he just planted all these character seeds and uh, they all grew and he kind of took care of them over time but eventually like he just had so many plants in his garden it was kind of overrun and he just uh, doesn't know how to uh, finish it out and I think that's uh, another reason why people are so upset about the the TV show ending is because like uh, D.B. Weiss and David Benioff I kind of had to come in and wrangle this garden and finish everything up um, in a way that they saw made sense, you know, and, you know, obviously everybody wasn't happy about it, which, you know, you know my thoughts on the internets and just the outrage and all that stuff. I just, it just drives me crazy, but, uh, yeah. So if you're just starting off, keep your character list uh, low, keep it simple, and uh, part two, is, or number two in my list of advice is don't be afraid to start with stereotypes. Like, that's okay. Like, stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason, and uh, they, uh, you know, like, we have, like, these uh, character types in books for a reason, you know, you know? and uh, there's, you know, don't, don't be afraid to use things that have been used before. I would just say uh, it's okay to use stereotypes as long as they don't stay that way. You know, if your guy is kind of like the muscle-bound jock at the beginning of the book, and he's the muscle-bound jock at the end of the book, you don't want to do that. If she's like the quiet, introverted, uh, wears all black, uh, you know, you know, girl that's you know just quiet, kind of a wallflower at the beginning of the book, and then she's uh, she's that at the end of the book. That's uh, that's not what you want to do. You know, like like you look at the like I think the best example of uh, just developing characters and all that is the Breakfast Club. You look at the Breakfast Club, and everybody thinks they know who everybody is because of that stereotype. But as they spend time together in Saturday school, they realize that they all have their own issues and that they all have their own things. And it doesn't make them that much different from each other. Yeah, they kind of go about their lives in different ways, but they all have, like, issues and the teenage angst and all that stuff. And it's just like they kind of come to an understanding by the end of that so it's like they might still somewhat be in those stereotypes by the end but you also understand them as characters um so yeah that's uh that's a good uh and if you so the, the thing about uh like writing advice is people always tell you oh make sure you read read lots of books just keep reading when you're not writing reading which is great but i don't know if you're like me and you just don't have time to read um so, like, you got to figure out, like, other ways to, like, kind of get this. Um, I think a great way is audiobooks. If, like, you're just doing a lot of driving, um, just get some audiobooks, you know. Like, get that Audible um, uh, subscription, which uh, that's just a free ad by me because they don't, um, they don't pay me to say that. I'm just saying, like, it's just good advice. Um, or, you know, do this one. Watch movies. Um, and, uh, then when you're done watching the movie, watch the movie with the director's commentary and just learn how, like, they kind of, like, made that movie. It gives you so much insight into, like, making stories and how things work and just getting, and just seeing it from a different format, too. Um, because, uh, I mean, how many times have you heard it, like, reading and, and books, they're just movies in our mind. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's the same thing. Storytelling is storytelling, so no matter what the format and, uh... 
So if you don't have time to read, you know, check out some movies. Watch watch your favorite TV show. Um, I think one of the reasons that uh, everybody fell in love with The Walking Dead is because it, of how character-driven it was. Um, you really you kind of connect to the, the characters, even the ones that like aren't likable, like Merle and all that. And uh, and then um, so yeah, like. And I think they kind of like lost that over the over the years. I don't I don't know why why they lost it, but uh, yeah. So um, yeah, watch watch some TV shows. You know, just watch how characters react in like other other formats, whether it's movie, TVs, or other books, and uh, just soak it all up. Just soak all this stuff up. You know, and um, yeah, that's I mean that's really it. That's that's my writing device, and that's what helped me. Um, and that's what's worked for me. Um, now, I, like I said, granted, you know, it might not work for you. You might need more, um, you might need some more concrete stuff. And there's plenty of books out there that, um, talk about writing and talk about, uh, building characters and stuff like that. There's, you know, the hero's journey and all that stuff. Um, you can, you can, you can buy any of those books and read them and they probably have way better advice than, uh, than me. But like I said, that's what works for me. And, um, yeah, I think that's it for this episode. It wasn't too much. wasn't too exciting. Not a lot of frills in this one, but you know what? It'd be like that sometimes guys. It'd be like that sometimes. So yeah anyways um that's it thanks for listening i uh, appreciate you listening uh appreciate you listening on whatever form of podcasting app that you like to listen to i'd also appreciate if you went and left me five stars or a thumbs up or whatever it is you do on that app and uh maybe a review if you just like hey this podcast is okay um i'd greatly appreciate that so um that's it Still uh, trying to get with Tyson on when to do Tyson versus the Zombie Apocalypse Part Two, so that's that's coming up soon. Not sure how soon, um, but we'll get it figured out. Uh, but yep, that's it, guys. All right, see you next time. Adios.